brought to you by the Induction Day Network. So I think I think it's I think it's cool. I wonder why it's been that is kind of like been written into our destiny for a reason. But then again, on the flip side, some scientists might say we're underestimating how fast we are advancing. Yeah, oh, it's good. Um, but then it comes to the kind of the controversial argument that should we be, you know, exploring such out there ideas and concepts when we can't even keep peace on Earth? Hello and welcome to the Induction Day podcast, episode nine and topic five of this first season, which is the last topic actually of season one. And we're going to be discussing the question. I actually don't even know. I know it's about destiny, but what is that? <laughs> is it what are our destiny? Do we have a destiny? What is our destiny? What is our destiny? Sweet. What is our destiny? Nice. Uh, do you want to recap about last last week? What were we talking about? Limits? We're talking about limits, yeah. yeah. And I, I went down some rabbit holes I didn't even anticipate in terms That's of, good. you know... Going from the macro to the micro. What do you mean? <laughs> In terms of like what an individual person's oh, limits right, are. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. And then, you know, on, on the scale of the whole human population. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, moving on to destiny anyway. So let me just kick it off, Raf. What is our destiny? I think it's tied in with... Which episode was it when we were talking about... Uh, life purpose was it why are we here I think it is yeah that's, that's topic early. two topic two yeah second episode three and four yeah yeah it was I think it's our destiny is tied into our soul purpose our life purpose isn't it yeah um, but I think it can I don't think it's written in stone it's my belief when you come into this world as a human being in its life right now I think and I believe that you can change your destiny um, I don't think billions of people in this world are destined to, do you know what I mean, just to do normal stuff like most people do. Nothing wrong with that, it's sweet. Um, as long as you're happy, you're buzzing. But um, I believe that everybody's destined to, I believe everybody's destined for greatness in it, every single person. And like there's people like. Destined, you mean. They, that's what they came here for or do you mean they have the potential for greatness that's what they get both they have the potential for greatness and they, they come here to do great things now I don't believe that people are destined to like I said like you don't have some people probably most people don't want to do loads of like let's say being famous for example like loads of probably most people don't want to be famous because a lot of stuff comes with famous I assume stuff what people might not want it seems like a lot of effort um and some people might just rather just have a nice little chill, like simple, live a simple life in it, in like a village somewhere or a farm or whatever. And that's sweet. Uh, and you can still do great things in just living a simple life. Do you know what I mean? Um, even small things are really, really big things. So I don't think like your destiny is all just to do with your job, like your, your career or anything. But I just believe that we're all destined to have a big impact on this world, even in the little ways it's still a big impact, if you know what I mean. Um, so, um, like, I don't believe that people are destined to just live in poverty their entire life. 
I just don't believe that is the case. I, I think that's just... I just don't believe that's right. I just don't believe that is the case as well. But who am I to say what's right and what's wrong? Obviously, I have no idea. I just believe we're all here to do great things. Um, but yeah, I think it's in this, this, our destiny is tied in our, what's it called? Soul purpose, life purpose. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that completely. And I also just want to add this because I think it's quite an interesting perspective. And this is more in terms of humanity's destiny rather than individual's destiny yeah that in around five billion years the earth will begin to ex not the earth the sun will begin to expand mm. and within 7.5 billion years the sun will engulf the solar system up to the earth's orbit so you know 7.5 billion years plus from now the solar system as we know it will be entirely engulfed by the sun Whoa, so, sick. you know, our destiny on that kind of scale is just that if we don't evolve and move to another place in the galaxy or even the universe by then, that's quite a long time away. Yeah. Um, and if obviously we don't end up killing each other and, and messing things up. Yeah. Um, you know, th that we do have the potential to do if we survive long enough to to uncover technologies and science that enables us to you know become an intergalactic species or um not an intergalactic species um an interplanetary species even an intergalactic yeah yeah species um if we basically if we're still here on earth in 7.5 billion years we're all gone <laughs> yeah because the sun will engulf us yeah um and i think that's a pretty cool perspective because it just goes to show the the non-permanence of everything. Yeah, even our entire galaxy. Yeah, and we were talking in a dear earlier episode, I think, about non-attachment and, you know, principles of Buddhism relating to non-attachment mm. and how everything is so transient in this life mm. on both an individual level and, you know, looking at kind Big of a cosmic picture. level as well. Yeah. Um, and I think some people might say that's a little bit overwhelming and a little bit like <laughs> kind of like just blows their mind and they can't kind of deal with those kind of ideas yeah but I think it's really liberating you know it enables you to think quite playfully about life you know there's nothing really to lose no. we're all here to to expand and express ourselves as yeah. we've mentioned in previous episodes and, and when you know that really um at the end of the day, in 7.5 billion years, we're all going to be engulfed by the sun if we haven't moved on from this earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? um, and I think it, the reason I think it's liberating is because I think people live in fear, a lot of us. Um, and when you're living in fear, you cannot grow. Um, are you familiar with a guy called Dan Pena? No. Or Dan Pena, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name properly. So I think it's a Central American name or Spanish name. Um, but he says that once you become fearless, you become limitless. And I really resonate with that, you know, because when you're living in fear, you're allowing some outside circumstance or something outside you to dictate how 
how you're showing up in life and how you're feeling inside, which is very limiting. Yeah. So going back to destiny, I think the more fearless we can all become, the more we will be able to grow and expand. And we've kind of touched on this in previous episodes that the whole point of life is growth, growth, expansion, Mm -hmm. um, and fuller expression in whatever way that might be, you know, if it's in a creative way, if it's in strategic business way, maybe politics or religion, whatever it might be, even, you know, exercising, it's, it's for the growth and expansion of our well-being and health. Um, so I believe that, you know, our destinies is infinite growth. There is no kind of cap on it if we are able to kind of dodge the bullets that will probably be fired at humanity throughout yeah. the years. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, what 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 is your kind of thoughts on what I just talked about in terms of the sun engulfing the earth? How do you see that? Like, how does that affect your mentality towards life, or does it affect it at all? No, I think it just. Um, well, I, I still could be here in terms of happening. Yeah, it's just in a different life. Obviously, not in this body. No. Um, so I still could be, be both could be here as human beings living in that time now if, unless we go backwards and start from the beginning in seven and a half billion years humanity is going to be on a, on a mad one bro like <laughs> going places yeah like can you even imagine how far we've come in the last 2000 years to, to be fair somewhere like we've, already, we've gone backwards because Look at ancient civilizations, like the Mayans right. and the Aztecs and ancient Egyptians. How, how much more advanced they were than us in certain ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think we had mobile phones, but we had, or maybe we did. Maybe we had something. I'm sure we had things m- much crazier. Either way, there's, I'm gonna say much, m- way more wiser than we are, and we know what we knew what was going on. I had an idea, way more of an idea than we than we do. So in a way, we have gone backwards. Um, but obviously. Co- Going back to like the, um, like Neanderthal times, we've obviously gone gone forward. So, but if we carry on going forward for the next seven and a half billion years, we're going to be on a mad one, bro. Like, can you imagine what we're going to be like? Like, I have no idea. But I think it'll just mean that if we know that our entire galaxy is going to be engulfed by the sun, in our galaxy, just a planet. Sorry, our solar system, right? Is going to be engulfed by the sun. In seven and a half billion years, it just means that by that time we have to have evolved. We have to have created a solution, and that solution being we leave and go into a different solar system. Um, so I think it's I think it's cool. I think it forces us to evolve. Mm-hmm. I think it forces us to grow enough where we can fix that solution and create come up with a solution. Because mm-hmm. obviously, right now, if that just happened today tomorrow, then we just know when they're advanced enough to do anything about it, would have to leave or get help <laughs> from someone else from a different life form or life forms. So I just think it just makes us, it just forces us to to grow. I think I'm glad of that. If that is right and that is the, and that like the science is hundred percent correct and that is going to happen, or it's going to happen at that time, I think it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think it means that we've all we've always got to grow. Um, and if there's any other life forms and other planets in our galaxy, in our solar system, 
who knows? I don't know. I don't know anything. Um, but if it is, then they've got to go as well. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Um, so I, I think I think it's I think it's cool. I wonder why it's been. That is kind of like been written into our destiny for a reason. Like, what if just in seven and a half? What if the sun wasn't expanding? But it, and in seven and a half billion years, nothing carried on nice twenty five degrees in summer. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I think it's been written into our destiny for a reason. Offer probably for infinite reasons, um, by our creator. So, I think it must be a good thing. I think it must be a good thing. But yeah, I I think it's pretty cool. It means we got it's got forced us to grow. Yeah. Um, and hopefully by that point we would have developed enough. Um, enough. Do you, if you could decide whether that was going to happen or not, someone's going to expand and engulf us all or not in seven and a half billion years, what would you choose? Yeah, for it to happen. Yeah. Why? Why? How come? Because it's, you know, it's, it's the natural cycles of of existence, you know, birth, um, yeah. death and rebirth. Yeah. Any star, you know, goes through that cycle. Yeah, it does. Um, and if, if we're to kind of mess with the natural laws of the universe, I think that's yeah. pretty... <laughs> It's a pretty risky business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't be doing any of that. Um, and what you were talking about then in terms of growth in 7.5 billion years, it's, like you said, we can't even begin to conceive the evolution that will have taken place. Yeah. But I think it's important to understand that a lot of that growth will be in in ways which we currently cannot un- explain, you know, or understand. Yeah. In definitely. terms of, you know, the the level of our consciousness, I think, will expand to such a level where some human beings will be, um, let's just say, existing in 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 high realities. So yeah. some other you know, advanced civilizations have have beings in, you know, multiple dimensions, fifth, seventh, ninth, mm. etc. Yeah. Um so I think it gets to a stage where we don't look at it in a in a linear fashion, as in like technology will um will enable us to like leave the planet, but more so we transcend the physical realm yeah i think we definitely will yeah. um and also you know i think we talked about it last topic about the singularity yeah, yeah. and now i don't know much about this but what i have read and listened to it, it kind of explains that there will be no there will be no boundary between human life and technology we will kind of merge with technology yeah yeah and become one living kind of unit now I, I, that might be a misinterpretation because as i said i don't know about yeah it too much but i think the singularity is <laughs> um a pretty big idea yeah that we'll see we'll start to see more of over you know over the coming decades and Look at all centuries. Yeah, look at films, but we've already do. I mean, Johnny Depp, Transcendence. Right. Um, 
the one that came out, I think, in 2015 with Dev Patel and Hugh Jackman and um, Diane Tward, what they called, what's it called? Uh, oh, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's like a, it's like a little Chappie, Chappie, it's called oh, Chappie. 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 <laughs> I've not seen that actually. A really good film, amazing film, right? And yeah, amazing film, Chappie. And yeah, again, okay, I'm not even going to give a spoiler, but <laughs> I almost just said the entire thing. But yeah, it, <laughs> but it's, um, it, it is to do with singularity. Oh, really? Yeah. And there's multiple um, films and TV shows kind of like introducing that idea to us. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of singularity and merging with um, technology and becoming, um, becoming what's it called like immortal, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, I personally don't want anything to do with that. I'd rather not. I think we spoke about it. Like, if you could upload your consciousness into a computer or a robot, would you do it? I'd rather not. Personally, I definitely, definitely. That's the last thing I want to do. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I just wouldn't do it. <laughs> but uh, I obviously get why people would do it. Um, but yeah, I I think. Uh, do you do you believe it's hard? What well, way? Do you believe we're destined for that to happen? Like, do you reckon that'll ever actually happen? Because going at the rate uh, where um, technology's advanced in the last since nineteen nineties, bro, in the last 20, 30 years. Going at that rate, how much it's just like exponential. It's quite stupid. Like something's obviously happened. It's, it's crazy. Um, I think it's very plausible that we could start merging with computers and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you believe we're supposed to do that in, in the future? Do you believe that we're destined to do that? Do you believe that is? Uh, I think it will, will definitely happen. happen. Yeah. 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 Whether it will enhance human well-being and human life yeah or whether we will you know have some pretty rough side effects yeah (laughs) i really am not sure but it will happen i believe and i think going back to what we were talking about before becoming interplanetary um you know inter solar system yeah wise and, and intergalactic even it starts to get very complex then because time happens differently depending on where a human is in the cosmos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the... Have you feel, seen the film Interstellar? Yeah, of course. Not, not until it, since it came out. So yeah. I was kind of limited to what So, you know, when we... If, when... I don't, I don't know which is the best word to use there. <laughs> yeah. If we manage to kind of get to a point on this earth where we realize that blowing each other up isn't probably the wisest idea and we start to kind of come together. I'm talking, you know, far in the future now because it's probably not going to happen in the next, yeah. in, you know, in the near future. Yeah. Um, when we do start to venture out and, and really kind of explore our, our potential and explore reality in ways which has never been explored before, there are so many different variables that we'll have to consider. Um, and I brought up Interstellar then because you know, if we are venturing near black holes in different parts of space where where gravity is different and lots of different universal forces forces um, come into play but are different, you know, yeah. with that on Earth. T- 
time becomes different, you know. So like what a year on earth might be, it might be, you know, like 10 years in some other place, you know, yeah, relative to each other. So, <laughs> I mean, I think at this point to discuss such kind of futuristic ideas is very much philosophical and just kind of like up in the air because yeah well i mean it's it's a very long way away yeah and there's a lot of things that can happen before then which might not even allow us to get there yeah exactly but then again on the flip side some scientists might say we're underestimating how fast we are advancing. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. Um, but then it comes the kind of the controversial argument that should we be, you know, exploring such out there ideas and concepts when we can't even keep peace on Earth? Yeah. Should we focus all our intentions, you know, on becoming, you know, a peaceful planet working together in harmony and really, you know, working as one community before we even start? I'd rather looking elsewhere. <laughs> I'd rather so. Like it's cool how we got earlier this year we got to see the apparently the very first picture of a black hole. But wow, that costs so much money and so much time and effort. But I mean, yeah, it's cool. Like mm-hmm. I totally understand why people do that and so obviously people get gas about it. But I'd rather just focus on before we even look at all that stuff, I'd rather just focus on <laughs> sorting the world out first. And sorting out when everybody's when poverty isn't a thing, then go and take as many pictures of black holes as you can. <laughs> that's that's how I'd do it personally. Yeah. Um. Cause we just so far behind in certain ways. But um. Yeah, I think yeah. Personally, I'd just focus on on fixing the world first. Cause it seems to me very broken. Um. I want to ask you the question. Do you believe our? Do we talk about if could singularity ever ever exist and would we leave the galaxy in time and everything? Do you believe that everything's already been written? No. So do you believe that we write it ourselves? Do you believe we decide we decide what our destiny is? Yeah, because you know, our our energy or individual consciousness on on a bigger scale a nation's level of consciousness and then global consciousness yeah shapes reality you know consciousness literally shapes reality people are now learning how to to heal their physical bodies which have been classed as terminal illnesses yeah with their consciousness and we have you know as emotional um intellectual beings we have the free will to think certain things yeah which means that we have the ability to determine our state of consciousness, which in turn means we have the ability to to shape our reality and because we can shape. You know, we we're in control of our own consciousness. Yeah, yeah. But I also believe that there are some things which are inevitable. Mm, yeah. In terms of, you know, the sun, engulfing the entire solar system like that is kind of written in the stars. Yeah. Um. So I think you can, I think there's different aspects of life which are written and cannot be changed. Like for example, the sun 
will set this evening in the north yeah. of England where we are and rise in the morning. It's destined we to We can't change that. that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen, yeah. But how we work with this reality is very much up to us as individuals and then on, on a larger scale up to us as a as a species and civilization. Yeah. And going back to what you were saying before as well, you know, taking pictures of black holes and... Yeah. Yeah, well, what do you think about that? Do you think we should, we should do that? Yeah, I mean, I... I believe that there can be obviously improvements in the way in which the global community interacts with each other. <laughs> yeah. Of course. But I think it's good for us to do that as well because the more we do that, the more we realise well, what I'm trying to get to here is the more we do venture out into space and the greater expanse of the cosmos not in terms of just like going miles in this physical reality but you yeah. know exploring other kind of yeah realities which are here right now um i think it helps us to to see even more clearly that we have something to sort out here on earth yeah like when astronauts come back from from being up on the international space station many of them are kind of have known for becoming you know peace global peace activists and and, and that kind of thing because yeah they've never really seen the the earth as just one hole before yeah because when you're down here on this <laughs> on this planet you know going about your day-to-day -day lives everything can become categorized yeah you know like we're english they're french they're german they're american they're brazilian yeah, we are they're japanese uh, and it's easy to, to fall into this category, especially if you watch the news and you see, you know, people, it's just, there is so much duality anchored into this world Yeah. that when you're in it every day, sometimes, you know, it's hard to see past that. But yeah. when you kind of venture out into like the astronauts and see the, the world as one, it really helps them to realize how silly we are really yeah um and that's it because when we do start to make progress in in space exploration because we haven't even really done anything yeah in terms of obviously we've got machinery out in in the, in the solar system yeah um which is sending data back to us but in terms of actual human space exploration we haven't really done anything at all yeah we've not you know left the earth oh yeah we've left the earth's orbit but i mean the furthest we've gone is, is the moon <laughs> yeah exactly the same far like it's nowhere it's like walking on your front doorstep and then yeah, going back exactly. into your house um and i think the more we go out it'll help us to realize we're all just human you know like if let's say for example we went on a space mission yeah and met you know these extraterrestrials or interdimensionals or other life forms whether that be physical or, or non-physical yeah um <laughs> it would be very immature of us to say he's korean he's german and i'm english they'd be like you're all you're all the, you're all the same <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> do you yeah. know what i mean 
Um, so I think it helps us to see our flaws the more we expand ourselves. Yeah. But I do believe that there's obviously a lot of improvements in terms of the dynamics of how international states and affairs Cause are I dealt could, with. Yeah, definitely. I just don't... like. I think we should definitely like explore beyond our planet. Like you said, it's, it's got to do that. It can benefit us. But I just... For, for me, I just think if we all this time the last like few decades mm-hmm. we just put all the money we did put into solving i mean not solving like just like going to the moon or whatever mm-hmm. and it's cool to find stuff out and stuff i think if we put even half of that money into in, into the world to reduce or to eradicate extreme poverty just extreme poverty then then i'd be like i'd be happy to mm-hmm. go and do all that stuff I just think if I was, if I was if I was living in a mud hut in extreme poverty right now, there's not a chance. I believe I'd be saying, "Do you know what? Like, go out, go to the moon." <laughs> I'd be saying, "Please come and give me some. <laughs> please help clean me. Clean water. Clean water. Give me some clean water for <laughs> yeah. a start. Send send somebody to the moon later. Please, can I have a glass of water? <laughs> like <laughs> like, I think we, like." Just like I think that for me that is a main priority like in in this world for me yeah. is to eradicate extreme poverty. But it just for me, I just can't put anything before that. Mm-hmm. Not I can't like there's so many things I want to do in this world in this life. Yeah, so many people and animals and the world I want to help. But for me that is just, that's the number one. And I just feel like if I could choose to put a, a billion dollars into a space program and find out potentially or like spend a billion dollars at CERN or whatever and find like some mad stuff about it like crazy like groundbreaking stuff yeah like have the potential obviously we don't know but have the potential to to, to really like move the needle in terms y- of yeah like yeah. to to like find a god discover create I don't know discover the god particle or something just <laughs> something mad or or put a billion and that's a billion what's a billion dollars to not that? it's not a lot really but it's just an easy number or a billion dollars into just a sorting out Africa and Asia and on what what other countries in the world extreme uh, experience extreme poverty I'd have to, I'd do you know what I mean like I'd have to weigh up like what's going to bring the, the most benefit um I, I'd I'd personally I'd, I'd go I'd straight I'd be buying so much bottles of water bro with that billion dollars <laughs> but um I know exactly what you mean and, and I know why people do like it is it's good to to like you said um it can help us and it probably will help us in the future if we have this gain this knowledge um but i don't know i have to weigh up what what i believe is is the most will benefit people the most but like for example let's let's see like let's let's talk about the Pleiadians, for example right i ain't ever been to Pleiades, or maybe i've been to Pleiades, but maybe i maybe i've not right i reckon there i mean again it's probably nothing like earth i don't even know if like physical beings but like, I reckon either way it's popping. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon it's like a party. I reckon it's nice. I reckon we've got it. Everything locked down. We're not dealing with money. Money is, isn't even a thing. So there's probably no such thing as poverty anyway or anything like that. And now look at them, like coming to different planets, communicating with humans, communicating with other beings, just like through telepathy and everything. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, they're smashing it, bro. Clearly, into absolutely smashing it. I think like. I think like 
they I just believe like they wouldn't like back in the day, day one of the Pleiadians, I don't we probably nothing like they are now, obviously. Do you know what I mean? They <laughs> haven't gone through all that evolution. Um that's again it's just my belief. I have no clue at all about anything ever. It's just my belief. Um but I just believe like they would because they're so peaceful, like they're like just good people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Even not people but it's good beings, yeah. I just think like they would just look after their own, then go to other planets and look after other people or whatever and try and I don't know man. I, I don't know. I, I wanna try and keep it relevant to the topic which is destiny. <laughs> it's, yeah no I should have been finding it hard to do. Thanks so much for listening to part one and we'll be back next week with episode ten and part two um, of this topic and that will be the last episode of Induction Day season one. So thanks so much for listening and see you next week. Peace.